This past Sunday on This Week with George Stephanopoulos, Donald Trump discussed his outrage regarding the scheduling of the presidential debates against NFL games. He went as far as to say that the NFL had sent him a letter asking, what's going on? Why are the debates against the football games? The NFL very quickly released a statement that said, while they wish the debates weren't against the games, they did not, in fact, write to him. Now, Donnie, I know Crooked Hillary is a catchy nickname, but are you just jealous that you're apparently not as good of a liar as she is? Something that can obviously and quickly be proven to be a lie. Also, if you're so sure that the debates are going to be huge and you're going to win so big, what's a little football compared to Trump? the Trump army? Trump versus Hillary starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Are you ready for some football? I'll tell you who isn't. Donald Trump. <laughs> Not ready for some football. Very angry. Uh, welcome to Trump versus Hillary. Uh, apparently, tonight... Brought to you by the film Sausage Party in theaters August 12th. We are missing Chelsea Galicia, not with us, but hey, not only is it the all bro edition of Trump versus Hillary, look who's joining us yeah. on the table. Got to the big boy the table. table. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, Stephen Helmkamp, that means you're not going to dissent. You're going to be up here and you're just going to agree with us the whole time. Lying! <laughs> anyway, way down there, that is Stephen Helmkamp on Twitter at Stephen Helmkamp. Maybe he'll add you, maybe he won't. Next to him, Scott Moore at Sman80. To my left, your right, Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd. And I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. So, welcome. And uh, the uh, big news starting off uh, earlier this week, although it is only Tuesday, so it might have gotten it over the weekend. Uh, we got the debate schedule, which apparently wasn't big we news. Have this As we said, right. It wasn't big news to anyone no. except for Donald Trump, <laughs> who was like, well, this. This is crazy. Yeah. By the way, I, I mean, to the point that I was making before we started, maybe one of his kids could explain to him how DVRs work, that people can watch both football and the debate. You know, you might even be able to watch them at the same time. You flip back and forth during commercials and all that. Um, but, you know, look, everybody wants to see the debate. But if they want to watch the football game, then they'll watch it later. Nobody wants to miss a huge Donald Trump debate performance. Well, that's general terms right there. Nobody I don't know. Wants a lot of people Trump like to watch Hillary. NFL mm -hmm. live. And my sure, but then you can Trump. watch a debate after If the, the NFL fact. sent you a letter, show it. Yeah. Why not? Why don't we see the letter from the NFL? <laughs> right. So <laughs> you know, maybe it. maybe the NFL right. could be the bad liar who's saying that they yes. didn't send him a letter. Yo. But I haven't seen the letter. Put it out there, no, Roger yeah. Goodell. Right. So uh, put it out. We can take a look at the debate schedule uh, when Stephen's able to put it up. Not you, Stephen in the booth. It's very confusing. We might <laughs> so have to start. Stevens here. We might we have, have to start calling then. you. We might have to start calling you Steve in the booth because I, I get confused. But anyway, oh, that is so uh, anti-Trump. That is very anti-Trump. <laughs> the first uh, debate will be Monday, September twenty-sixth. And by the way. We will do our show uh, on the night of all of the debates. Uh, so that will be where you find us mm -hmm. those weeks. Uh, so that'll be at, at Hofstra University on Long Island. You'd think that that would be Trump country. We'll see what happens. Uh, that debate will be six 15-minute segments that are selected by the moderator 
I don't know who the moderator is, but uh, I volunteer. Uh, If she's not well, I'll be there. Uh, But uh, so we have that. So that's an interesting uh, segment. What do you guys think about that, sort of having six 15-minute segments? I'll start with you, Drexel. Um, I think that's pretty much all Donald Trump can uh, manage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before he is, crashes uh, and burns. Yeah. It's 15-minute uh, segments. I mean, I don't think he can he can go longer than No, I, I kid. Look, I am very excited about the debates, obviously. Um, but I think that the way that these are set up, yeah, you know, we want – our attention spans are very short. Right. And not only Donald Trump, but Hillary Clinton is going to have to do a better job of condensing her answers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always talk, I, you know, I love Hillary Clinton for her policy wonk, but I also kind of cringe sometimes when she's trying to explain certain things to the American people. Um, so she's going to have, they're going to have to debate prep her um, to give short um, sound bites that that can uh, overpower Trump because Trump is going to bring a lot of sound bites right. to the debate. But she needs to give policy um, sound bites that that actually matter. And uh, listen, I think that Donald Trump is going to do his darndest to try to, you know, as he has been doing over the last week, over the weekend, to try to wiggle himself out of not losing so bad or losing the debates. Or he doesn't like to lose. Well, look, even so if, even if he this, gets yeah. them to move the time, which of the is debate, not happening. No, no. But if he no. if he's focused on getting any kind of adjustments made to them, it's a win for him because he's able to dictate when it is. Right. Now, as we talked about, if he says, "Well, if you do the debate, then I'm not going to be." there, Hillary will be more than happy to, to, do, a to do a town hall, hall Absolutely. a little Q&A, uh, but as Stephen would point out, not a press conference. 241 mm-hmm. days. That's no a lot of days. Like, and counting. It's a lot uh, of days. But uh, Scott, do you think that that uh, format is is probably a, let's think, let's not even think about the candidates. Is it fair yeah. to the viewer to kind of break it up a little bit like that, 15 minutes and then move on well, to the next... Yeah, I think it actually is part, you know, pretty good because, like you were saying, Drexel, I think it's good for people's attention spans. It's a good way of block of time to get it done and for people watching because if you do get into too much policy wonkishness with Hillary and other things, it, it can be dragged out. So I think it's actually it's going to be interesting to have it split up like that. Stephen, how excited are you for this debate? Want people, the concise. Exactly. People want the nuts and bolts of what's going on. People don't want an hour-long policy trail of, mm-hmm. of each candidate, like you said. I do think Trump is going to have to wiggle around some tough questions. Mm-hmm. I think Hillary Clinton's going to have to wiggle around Absolutely. some tough questions. I yeah. think Hillary Clinton think is going to be asked a lot of questions that she's avoiding for these last 240 days <laughs> and not doing a press conference. I think that those questions are going to arise during the debates, and I want to see her give a direct clear, concise answer to those questions. Not duck and dive and divert and pivot, which she's known to do. Which so, politicians I are can't just say which Donald Trump is pretty good Donald Trump has never actually answered the question. Hillary's got some big ones to answer. Uh, so uh, as we looked uh, a little further on the schedule, uh, the, uh, the next date is uh, Tuesday, October 4th. Uh, known as uh, the Big Nap in Farmville, Virginia. <laughs> Tim Kaine, <laughs> Mike Pence, <laughs> Bring a Pillow, uh, but that divide will that debate will be divided into nine ten minute segments. I so just, they don't I, even get fifteen minutes. I just hope wow. Tim Kaine does nine. the entire thing in Spanish. <laughs> Mike Pence will have zero <laughs> clue he's, what he's, he's saying. So he just does every answer in Spanish, and, he, and Tim Mike Pence was like, "What? Yeah. Do you think, uh, Stephen, this would be a good opportunity for uh, Pence to actually, you know, show what he's capable of, you know, one on one with somebody? Yeah, not have to be the rescue boy for Donald Trump. There, there, yeah, mm-hmm. there's Absolutely. a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, so. it, it'll be great to see the VP matchup and see policy versus policy on, on that spectrum. We've seen a lot of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton going mm-hmm. back and forth. But it'll be interesting to see the two VPs clashing 
Um, but, I mean, these two guys are not putting out the type of rhetoric that these two nominees are putting out. So I do think it's going to be a more tamed debate. Yeah. Um, tamed is an understatement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Much, uh, a less viewership, but again... Do, I mean, do the you real... think that it's going to be difficult to keep Joe Biden away from just <sighs> sitting in the corner and smiling the whole time with the big Joker grin like yeah. he did? I think it's going to be more uh, difficult to keep Bill Clinton awake during the VP debate. <laughs> oh, he's not going to be anywhere. He's not going to be anywhere. Because he was falling asleep no. at Hillary's yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's true. It, it, you know, look... That's why he's not on the trail as yeah. often. Yeah. Exactly. He's almost 70. He turned right. 70 in a couple but weeks. That is the undercard, the VP debate. Uh, the second presidential debate will be October 9th. And uh, that's going to be a town meeting. Half the questions will come from participants and the other from the moderator. And uh, apparently the moderator's questions will be based on public interest topics determined via social media uh-oh. And oh, other Lord. sources. So, um... That would be a Gloria Eiffel uh, moment. Like, what was it? It was uh, George Bush Sr., Bill Clinton, Ross Perot Ross, on that, where they're yeah. kind of walking yeah. around. Yeah. George Bush and Al Gore. George Bush walking well, over to, you know... Looking like, at his watch. That was a great moment, yeah. though. Donald Trump like, trying to sneak out yeah. the back yeah. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, uh, yeah, because Al Gore, like, walking around while George W was speaking, like, and he yeah. just kind of looked at him, and he gave him that nod. And that nod of, like... You're being really weird right now. Right. Yeah, that, that said a lot more than anything either of them said right. in that debate. Well, in verbal, you know, nonverbal is ninety percent of communication right, yeah. right there. So. Uh, Scott, what do you think about that town hall meeting? Actually, having questions from the people and also from social media, which again, a little nervous about that myself. Yeah, but that'll be part. great for this show. Well, yeah, I was going to say, go, just going back to the VP, sure, yeah. real fast, is that I do think you know, like with Biden and in, in, in years past with Ryan and then Biden with uh, with Palin. The VP debate is actually a pretty good one because you can usually have some really good policy in there, and I think it's going to be a really good showcase for both VP candidates yeah. to kind of show what they're capable of. But for this town hall style, it's going to be great for Hillary because she's really good at that. Of course, style. there's going to be questions thrown at her, which might throw her, throw her off a little bit, but she's a polish. She's going to be prepared. I think it's going to be a lot more difficult for, for Donald Trump in that kind of environment. Do you think, Stephen, that that's a tough uh, order for Trump, that kind of town hall environment? What is the vetting process of these questions oh, that are coming from social media? <laughs> so now the vetting process is rigged. How does people get in the wrong kind of rigged situation? <laughs> Nah, I think Trump's going to be fine. Trump has handled way tougher questions than a couple than some town halls. I mean, Trump has done so many things in his life in terms of his deals and real estate and businesses. <laughs> All right, but here's but the thing: no, go good or bad, yeah. he's been under a lot of pressure. He's been sure. able to handle a lot of a lot of pressure, and he's working on a whole other level. I mean, he's doing deals that are millions and billions of dollars. His net worth is multiple billions of dollars. We think. So I don't think the town <laughs> we hall may or may not know. I don't yeah, think the town hall think. is really going to shake him. I think he's going to be just uh, fine. I think Hillary Clinton's going to be the one that think, can answer these tough questions. Do you think he'll be able to handle it if anyone who asks him a question is, you know, handicapped or developmentally disabled? Is he going to be able to resist the urge to make fun of them, or will he actually be able to answer the Come question? Come on, of course he's going to be Maybe somebody will give him a purple heart that he did. I saw yeah. that today. Yes, uh, somebody gave him a purple heart. Which if you were in a purple heart, if you were in a purple heart, you could do whatever you want with it. But you you really earned it you know you don't yeah. just get him maybe he wants to put it up on his wall and think about that person no, that I, gave think it was, him, I don't think it was endured. that I think it was his answer after that but here's the thing I think that, that Stephen fails to realize is that Hillary Clinton has always been great at town halls no, she this, has. Is not her her first, this is not her first time at the rodeo she won't no. be shaken up by some question from an audience member because she has done this every time she has run for something she did it when she was a senator she's she's used to this it. When she did this when she was a presidential candidate she's done this throughout this particular campaign and she'll be totally fine uh, in, November, or in October when she does this right. important question Trump, yeah, but there's new to issues the, to, the, to the panel as yeah. the whole. Then, 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 Does anyone think that Hillary Clinton has ever been 
to an actual rodeo. Because <laughs> this is not her first rodeo. But then I started thinking, I'm like, you know, Maybe, the first, it, yeah. the next rodeo she goes to will be her first rodeo. And, you know, she hasn't so actually run something. for president in a general election before. Right. Maybe she goes to a rodeo. And well, if that happens, we will bring There's it to you. There's a lot that goes... Go, that goes down beyond the Clintons' closed doors. So no, I, I, no, I was thinking maybe. maybe I don't know. Maybe she did. Arkansas is not too far. That's what I said. As first lady, first lady. First lady. Well, sure she... Someone please send us links to video of Hillary Clinton at a rodeo. <laughs> Actually, roping. Yeah, yeah, we need oh, a new yeah, yes. that would be. We need a new Actually, she's trying to bring Bill to the. <laughs> Take Donald Trump I mean, by the last uh, bill, but and so the, that's uh, what you said. <laughs> the third and final presidential debate will be October nineteenth. It'll be the same format as the first one, so clearly that was uh, very clearly asked for. Uh, let's give a quick shout out to people in the chat. Uh, Kim K, Kim, Kim Kurzatowski, yeah. she's there in the chat. She says the debates are going to be interesting. That's mm-hmm. for sure. We that's definitely for agree. Sure. Uh, that's true. Angelina Soccer Twenty hopes that Trump loses. Me too. Okay, yeah. all right. Me there too. The Not alone. Yes. <laughs> uh, but so what it really comes down to is you know so that that was announced it was agreed upon a year ago and then you know Trump being Trump has to react to the debate schedule as I alluded to earlier I was very specific about and he tweeted pretty early on on Sunday Hillary's at it again just like with Bernie and you know we've already addressed the fact that he said the NFL wrote to him but what it comes down to is so the first debate is going to be a, a very early season Monday night Saints-Falcons game. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are probably going to be okay to just Missing see how that went. Maybe check back and forth during the I commercials. I disagree. The NFL is the biggest well, money-making yeah. sport but in the U.S. To Football tr- is to Trump's, life here. To Trump's credit, though, the Sunday night game, that's the Giants and the Packers. He's right about that. Yeah. That's going to have yeah. a lot of eyeballs, and that's going to steal some. But here's the thing, you know, like the the and I know baseball is not as big as the NFL because it's on every night, but that is during the baseball playoffs, it's during mm-hmm. league championships. There's going to be something every night, right. which is what they clearly came down but to. But NFL is the biggest thing. I think. Are Trump's you going to watch? Are you going to watch Saints Falcons that night? No. I don't All know right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, the, the, this whole NFL debate is so crazy to me because I'm talking. We're talking about. The presidency of the United States. We're not talking about some football game. We're talking about the two people who are who are about to run the, the free world, <laughs> and we're worried about whether or not the the NFL is is going to is going to lose some ratings or people want, like that's crazy. Justin, to you're me. smart enough to know that most people in America are going to watch this football game. I'm over totally fine with that. I'm saying exhausted I'm, people are no, no, about these I'm, debates. I'm, I'm fine with that. What I'm saying to you is is that the fact that people are People are going to watch what they're going to watch, but at the end of the day, the world does not stop running. Yeah, but why put it up against the NFL games if you don't, I don't have think, to? I don't think that the I, think I don't Trump's think that the bipartisan no, I don't I, think that the bipartisan commission on debates right. was thinking. Oh, let's right. think about the NFL. They weren't thinking. No, but, exactly but, right. but I'm going to say thinking. I actually think it's a smart tactic of Trump because every time he complains about something, it we're brings sp- it. Here we're we are all talking, talking about, about it, it. Right. and then he gets people that are like his people that are potentially voting for him are going to be the ones that are going to be watching football games potentially and feeling like oh yeah he's right like now you know I have to choose between watching my football game and watching you know he's complaining about it because he wants to kick her butt he he plans on kicking her butt in the debates and he wants the biggest audience to see that (laughs) why else would he be complaining about it it's not because he doesn't want viewership he wants the NFL game to go away so all the focus is on this debate I'm going to kick her ass I think he's afraid being head to head with the Packers Giants game he feels like a lot of people are going to write in Aaron Rodgers he's going to lose votes that way that's what I think he's worried about and to the point where you know, Donald Trump tweeted out last week, and, and rightfully, or this weekend, and rightfully so, that you know his speech brought in twenty eight million, her right. speech brought in twenty six million, which right. is fine. However, her approvals from that speech went up 
and four his points, and his went down, down. minus fifteen. It's the first time, first time that, that a, a, a any candidate any has candidate. been underneath. Yes, negative. He's better off the cuff. And also, I think more people He's actually watched his debate Sometimes. because <laughs> or watched his speech because they were Sometimes. curious. Oh, look! Right. If, I, if I had to pick, if I had to pick one to watch because you know arguments sake they're right. against each other, I would have watched. Trump. I would have watched. I wanted to see that. I kind of knew what Hillary was going to say, and it's fascinating. Whatever Trump does, so he's right. And again. He's so huge. He's going to win so big. He'll take eyes away from the NFL. So the NFL should be sending him a letter, right? You know, yeah, exactly. If he and, thinks and he's the rating, but here's the other thing: this is also the fall, and there are so many shows coming back in the fall. Right. So networks are trying to scramble around, like, exactly. can we put you on this network? Can we put you on the exactly. new? Like, what do we do? What do we do? So not only is is the debates are the debates trying to compete with the NFL, they're also trying to compete with Grey's Anatomy. And you fall the 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 drama has drama. nothing against. Saying, no, no, the there NFL is, but they is a do. billion dollar network franchise. Yes, but um, yes. what I'm saying is that that, that debate schedules have to take into or networks have to take into account their own actual schedule the debates and, are going to bring in the biggest viewership that uh, any and, and, but that's what I'm saying there is like you're saying there's, there's no night that you could there's actually no have it because there's without, 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 without Donald Trump there, 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 there are networks that don't have football you know ABC right. doesn't have football there's five other nights in the week no but you're not going to have it on Friday night you're not going to have it on weekends so there's three and there's other programs that we're saying, like you're saying, baseball, Sorry, there's Anatomy, other stuff. The leaders no, of the free world are debating Grey's for the highest office. Thursday night, so that's okay. Well, same thing that's important to know. Yes. Thursday night, so I don't Thursday think they're going to, uh, and yeah. they're not going to go up against Scandal, How to Go to the Murder on Thursday <laughs> nights at Grey's Anatomy. That Democrats are lucky they're going uh, going up against the NFL. I think Trump is lucky. No, Trump is lucky. That's what I'm going to say. He's lucky because of less. Because they're going to say, "Well, nobody watched, so they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't make fun of me." Because believe me, they're not going to watch. Why else would he complain if he didn't want more viewers? Because what you just said, he wanted the attention now because it gets people to talk about right. it like we are if right now. If you can say the word rigged, rigged, rigged all day. And tell people. And tell people that, people will start well, to believe it. speaking of rigged. Well, Trump, we did see something is rigged, the, the DNC. Oh yeah, well, goodness. speaking of rigged, uh, there was a Washington Post headline, which I don't know if uh, Booth Stephen can put it mm-hmm. up for the viewers on YouTube. But it was a Washington Post headline. Trump suggests the general election could be rigged. Uh, he said just yesterday he's afraid that the general election is going to be rigged. This is an unprecedented assertion by a modern presidential candidate. One, that he did not back up with any immediate evidence. Uh, so uh, I will start with Stephen. Do you think that the general election is rigged, could be rigged? I think this statement is getting too much attention. I think it's a little bit overwhelming. It's... um. I, I think, think I think what he's saying is that no, like Bernie would win more votes in a state like Louisiana, and Hillary would walk away with more delegates during the primary. Trump would win more votes in a state and then lose and not have as many delegates walking away. Well, you don't get delegates in the general election, so they're right. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. in terms of it being rigged. That's what he was saying along the primary. That feels rigged because I won by a landslide in terms of votes, but he gets more delegates. No, right. that's no nobody not gets there. No. That's not, that's that's not, not even how the general election that's works. That's exactly no. what that's happened. Not, but that's no, not no, how the primaries are different. That's not how it works. That's where his reasoning is coming yeah, from, saying I think it's going to be no, rigged because no. we had that, no. then we had the DNC, and now Trump is saying, well, maybe this might be rigged too. If there's anything that's rigged, and we've seen it in the last week, is that states are trying to restrict voting rights. Five states have been struck down. Five state laws have been struck down over the past week. From, yes. from, and so if anything's rigged, right. it's, it's going to be the other way. It's going to be Republicans rigged. It's Republicans that. rigging their own states so mm-hmm. that their candidate can win and that their candidate can win down the ballot. And well, that's not and that's not going to help. I mean, rights. I think the argument, voter registration is way too difficult and a lot of people can't vote because of the rules and regulations. I, agree. I, I think yes. that the argument can be raised that the, you know, every 
presidential election is rigged due to the electoral college. About I mean, that's Al a Gore, point he, well, right. he, he had more votes, but yeah. so yes. you know you can game the system in that way. Uh, so uh, Stephen, I, I Stephen in the booth, Steve in the booth, I think actually <laughs> has Trump talking about this. So for our audience. Uh, you know, if there's any small children in the room, avert your eyes. It's just a joke, obviously. Uh, <laughs> let's hear what uh, Donald Trump had to say about this. No. He looks good. I mean, doesn't he? Shouldn't have made a deal. There he is. Sometimes he, he lost. He lost. First of all, it's rigged. And I'm afraid the election's going to be rigged. I have to be honest. Because I think my side was rigged. If I didn't win by massive landslides, I mean, think of what we won in New York and Indiana. California, 78%. That's with other people in the, in the race. But think of it. I hear more and more that the election on no, November 8th, can you believe we're almost there? This started on no, June 16th of last year. And I said, wow, let's go do it. it takes guts to do this, believe me. <laughs> Believe I love me. that he got to believe me in there. Believe, so, me, believe me. I love George's uh, believe me. <laughs> I love that. But that does sound more like Obama it's, to me. Yeah, it's it's a little Tim Kaine there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Tim Kaine. It was a Tim Kaine. Yeah. 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 He's got that nailed, yeah. So, Booth Stephen, by the way, the links and things are all in the email that I sent. So, it should be easier to find. I think I'm only going to ask for one more video. But... But uh, we'll talk about it first. Uh, President Obama yesterday uh, said mm-hmm. Donald Trump is unfit to be it president. Today. It was today. That was today. It felt like yesterday. It was a long it, day. <laughs> uh, but uh, you're right. That was yeah. today. Uh, that's a little unprecedented, maybe a little bit unpresidential. Mm-hmm. But it speaks to just how concerned President Obama is about the fact that he thinks Trump is unfit to be president. Drexel, do you think that there is any concern for President Obama? Like, oh, should I say that? Or he just doesn't even think about it. He's like, this is this is a uh, cluster, you know what, on the horizon, and I just have to speak my mind. I think that President Obama has an obligation <laughs> to protect the American people from Donald Trump. So he has to remind people how dangerous Donald Trump is for the country. So if he does not come out and say something like that, A... Allies around the world are probably asking him every day what the what in the world is happening over in your country, yeah. and he has to remind the American again. And I say that I talked about this on my show just an hour ago. I said every time we do a show, I will remind people how dangerous Donald Trump will be for the country. So this is this is the reality of the situation. But Barack Obama isn't playing anymore, and right. I think that is nope. the, that is that that is what he is trying to convey to the American people. Like you know, my my election in twenty twelve and 2000, 2008 you know, was an election of excitement and and this like i always say is an election of necessity and that is what uh president obama is trying to convey to the american people i think there's a little bit of i mean obviously we can also be honest too obama has a legacy to protect and he wants to make sure that trump and everybody doesn't ruin it and also i think he's at a point now too where i don't say he doesn't care anymore but he's wrapping out of office it's almost like he can just speak his truth and not have to feel like he's got to be perfectly political and, and, and mince his words. So now he's at a point in his presidency that he can basically say what he wants and what he feels. Why without. is this even news? Hasn't he been saying this for the last six months that Donald Trump isn't fit? Well, well I don't think he said it this blatantly. This because yeah, it was pretty you know, especially. I think it was Not, also a question and it was, asked to him. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I just want to point out one second that Donald Trump brought up during his thing because he brought up Indiana. Indiana mm-hmm. came out May 3rd, and it was actually like after everybody had already right. basically dropped out. Yep. So uh, Donald Trump bringing up Indiana as if it was and, like a, and, some and big, also, massive win not for to him. mention Mike Pence, his running mate, supported Ted Cruz right. in that, which I always laugh about because now it's all political. Right. right. So, and Cal- and California, California was very late in the game. Yeah, yeah. Was so last year, nobody was in yeah. there anymore. So yeah, he's bringing up two states that he right. won by huge margins. Right. Yeah, uh, because nobody Cruz, but Bernie bashed Hillary Clinton, and now he's selling out and supporting her. No, no, but I'm saying like, she's not fit. She does does not have the temperament. Does not have the judgment. Her foreign policy is bad. She's for the TPP. All this stuff. Bernie totally bashed Hillary. Now he's saying uh, that. So listen. to say, well, Pence supported. Well, you know, Ted look, Cruz. I mean, Obama right. and Hillary. That was not the friendliest no. 2008, yeah. and that's, she that's became secretary. Yeah, yeah, come together. No, but I was saying just of those last couple states. Those are the last ones minus New York, which of course was going to go for Trump, Trump anyways, yeah. compared to the rest of the he people in the field. These, he brought up these states that that just. You know, if it wasn't 16 people, right. you know, any other chance Donald Trump probably would not have won as many votes as he did. No. Well, uh, let us know what you think if you're in the uh, YouTube Please. chat mm-hmm. right now. Please uh, comment on the comment that Trump is unfit to be president. Can we pull it up? Get it a little bit uh, bigger? Well, that's not the no, that's... clip, I don't think. But uh, mm-hmm. if we can get the clip of Obama, Trump is unfit to be president, it should be – there should be a link in there, but there's a lot of links in there. There it is. So uh, I, I was a little link happy when I put it together, <laughs> which we'll talk a little bit about yeah, the, yeah. the email exchange we had earlier. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's some points to be made. But it was good. It was like – we were having our own show. Via oh, we were having a debate this morning yes. at 9 a.m. in our um, email, email. chat. And, and I told Jorge we'll save it for the like, show tonight. I wanted to keep Chelsea <laughs> yeah. in the loop, even though she wasn't going to be. She didn't say anything. She's right. probably so she was just like, she was like, just like, just off of this. Yeah, I, I thought about it. Well, no, it's like those work emails that everyone's still on the chain. And you're like, oh, I don't need I to see all these replies. You never want to be the. You never want to be the one because how annoying is it? When you get the hey, can somebody take me yeah. off of this? And like, yeah. oh, okay, so so yeah. you don't need to know yeah. about this. <laughs> you don't care about it. I just so, don't think there's any question about how Obama feels about Trump. For the no, I, I, well, no, 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 I mean, somebody asked. This is so just I not guess, news to me. Yeah, no. but uh, he was he was speaking with a uh, foreign dignitary. Yeah, they had a they had a uh, was it a state dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Where was my invite? Where was all of our invites? <laughs> anyway, uh, got Stephen, lost in the mail. I moved. So. Booth, Stephen, if if we can hear it, uh, that would be great. We can hear oh, presently. Here we go. Uh, to serve as president. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I said so last week. And <laughs> Trump is shouting in the background. <laughs> he keeps on proving the notion that he would attack uh, a gold star family. Which we'll the talk fact about. that he doesn't appear to have basic knowledge around anything. Critical he issues. I kind of like that. That's so good. I sort of feel like you can kill the audio. I kind of feel like that's what it's like yeah. when Trump sees Obama yeah. or Hillary speaking. He yells at that yes. same volume Immediately Twitter. As, <laughs> as though he were yes. in like a thirty thousand seat arena with a mm-hmm. microphone and shouting. Uh, so. It's interesting, and, and we'll get to the specific mm. issue in a moment. Uh, there, there have been some. Uh, I don't know, some noticeable defections from the GOP as as Trump has become closer to being the nominee and the actual nominee. Uh, so a, a senior advisor for Jeb Bush's campaign, Sally Bradshaw, mm-hmm. it's interesting because she didn't just leave the Republican Party to become an independent. She says if the presidential race in Florida is close, she will vote for Hillary. And uh, in an interview, she said that she's at a crossroads, the GOP is at a crossroads, actually. And they've nominated a total narcissist, a misogynist, and a bigot. 
Stephen, is that nice to say about the possible next president of the United States? Here's the deal. And her, I'll ask you guys in a second. Here's the deal. Her leaving does nothing for me. I'm an undecided voter. It does nothing for me to sway me either way. Jeb Bush is bought and paid for by the Koch brothers. So anyone related to him can bye-bye. Go do whatever you want to do. That doesn't sway me in either way. So this, the fact that it's newsworthy, again, to me, does nothing for me. I think that it shows how many Republicans will be voting for Hillary Clinton in the yeah. fall. And also, I mean, to the point where even today, a, a congressman from New York has yes. already dro- has already said that he will be voting for Hillary Clinton. So I, yeah. I, I think, and I think eventually, and, I, and I've said this, and I've said this before on to, in many different conversations that I think that there are a lot of secret Republicans who mm-hmm. will be voting for Hillary. Clinton. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Right. I do uh, think I do. that there are plenty, you know, yes. just like Sally Bradshaw, go, who probably. are going to, you know, like if it's close in my state and it's going to make a difference. Right. Yes, I think a lot of them are just like I, I I'm just going to, you know, abstain, no vote for president because I, I can't have that. Right, but. There are those who feel like they need to stop Trump, and there are going to be some who feel like, well, I don't like Trump, but I need to stop Hillary. I think that there will be a lot of those votes where they're going to kind of check the polling on you know, November 6th, maybe. Yeah, but there's 70% of Americans that don't trust Hillary Clinton, and a lot of those people are Bernie supporters that are going to go vote for Trump. So it's the other but side of the not, coin, they're too. they're not going to be voting. No. And, this and it's is, not this quite that said, high. Right, and I, right. It's, it's never going to be that high. Sorry, it's no. never even going to be that high. <laughs> As we get closer to November 8th, um, yeah. Those numbers will change significantly, will. not not because of not because of anything Hillary Clinton did, has done, um, and it will change because of that. But it's a, an lot, assumption. a lot, a, we a, don't lot know that. Be, a lot, because of what Donald Trump, the, the 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 Republican platform is not the you know I said this about Jill Stein, I say this about uh, uh, Gary Johnson, who is a two term Republican governor, mm-hmm. and I say this about Donald Trump, and I speak directly to Bernie Sanders supporters. So y'all hope y'all are listening. Those, Chelsea, those three, those <laughs> three particular candidates. Like if this is any other election, and there was another liberal out there that could possibly sway right. you. Mm-hmm. These three particular candidates do not speak to the values that that Bernie Sanders no not at all uh, 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 professed during uh, I think this Democratic Jill primary. Stein's pretty similar to Bernie she's Sanders, not, but she's not. So um, you know, and no. that, she's, no, she's she, just she not. Is not. Uh, I, mean, I haven't spent. I haven't, their policies. Just I, I haven't spent much time worrying about Jill Stein. Yeah, Jill Stein yeah. Is, you have to pull. You have to pull above three for me to pay attention. Right. Right. And, and she she will be consistently policies at two. Are similar. She will be consistently mm-hmm. at two or three three percent throughout the through the next hundred days. So I'm not really worried about Jill Stein. I am just talking like you know to vote for Donald Trump to vote for Gary Johnson is going against it's everything. It's voting the opposite, it's voting of, the opposite what of what you of would what want you as a party so, supporter. Right, yeah, but we yeah. don't trust Hillary Clinton to it's do what she says enough. she's going to do. That's the whole thing. But, Hillary but, Clinton but, says but, she but wants to do this and, 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 and so, so at the end of the day... But we don't trust her to do but it. But at the end of the day, I think people also forget this. Congress makes the laws. The president signs the laws. The president does this. So if Democrats are doing their job in the in Congress, in the House, in the Senate, whatever Hillary wants to do, whatever you think that they're not going to do, if Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker all team up in the Senate, then they're going to send a bill to Hillary Clinton's desk that is exactly what Bernie Sanders supporters have wanted over this, this entire time. So I don't think that this argument that, like, Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, is not going to do... No, no, Congress is going to do what Bernie Sanders well, supporters want to do. If you had the right and, and, people elected. If you elected. put the right people elected, if Democrats get what they want, as they said the entire time, I think that this idea that Hillary Clinton is not going to do what you want to do is, is, is really ridiculous well, to me. Well, compared because, to if you had Donald Trump in there. But I was just going to go back to the Republicans saying they're voting for Hillary. I think as the numbers increase and you get more and more coming out for her, that is newsworthy. Right. Regardless of like maybe an undecided voter it doesn't matter if one or two trickle in, but we've seen quite a few Bush administration, uh, Bush uh, two administration officials starting to come through, especially from the national security and and uh, defense area, starting to go. Yeah, for I mean, for, as well. for argument's sake, if but, like 
and I don't think he would do this, but you know, if if somebody of the caliber of like George W. Bush said, "Oh right. no, no, you can't," uh, you know, it's like you don't have to vote for Hillary, but you so can't. Can vote I for, just point yeah. out somebody in the chat room said only Bernie, only some Bernie supporters was it Nace, 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 and, yeah, Only some Bernie supporters will vote for Trump, but not a majority that is just wrong. If you think right. that, well, that I think Trump, true. Trump uh, yeah, said that. Said. Not yeah, all no, no. of them, obviously, but right. some of them will. I'm sure some will, but Trump seemed to say that a lot of them that are well. Said, said the exact same thing that I said. Thank you. I what? think people need to understand. I think, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Nay said, said, I completely oh, yeah. agree. Like, I, I yeah. like how people forget that Congress makes the laws and not in Congress. Exactly. Take a civics lesson yes, and understand how the government works. It's civics yeah. 101. Well, all right. We should move on to uh, what sort of has been a big story uh, ever since the convention, which is the, the Khan family. Now, uh, we didn't really talk that much about it that night because there was so much right. uh, going on during the conventions. There was definitely an oversight, though, especially because of how much. Uh, response has been to it. So uh, Kazir and Ghazala Khan, they're uh, Pakistani-born American parents of an army captain killed in the line of duty, duty in Iraq in 2004. They were at the DNC to honor their son and just made the case against Trump, saying if it was up to Donald Trump, our son never would have been in America and obviously not able to give his life in service of his country is the point. And so the point that he made was, are you even familiar with the Constitution? You can borrow my copy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Trump did not handle that well. Uh, he did not. <laughs> but uh, we actually have some video of the cons uh, speaking. And there's a few ways that uh, the Donald responded. But uh, let's hear uh, Mr. Khan speak if we can. Watch, there'll be a pop-up ad for something. <laughs> of course, yeah. there is. Yeah. That's all right. We'll we'll get to it in a minute. But uh, you know, and you know, saying that I'll lend you my copy of the Constitution. the Constitution. I think that that's probably you know maybe intentionally somebody you know nudged him to say something like that. I don't know about that part. I think it was but, because Donald Trump brought up the fact that in his Senate, in the Senate, like the GOP kind of lunch that they had and he kind of brought up mm-hmm. the fact that he was going to defend uh, Title 12 or Article yeah. 12 and you're like that, that, that's not you're like, there's the other <laughs> Imagine if we had just played that ad for Lockheed Martin that was on mute. That I mean, like a Coke ad that yeah, pops up on yeah. Meet the Press. Are we going to go into it? Or are we going? Yeah, let's this? let's hear it first, and then we'll talk okay. uh, about because uh, I think that. Go ahead. We got a statement on paper from Republican Senator John McCain mm. of Arizona. It's lengthy. All right, but I want to read it to you. That's. Uh, I feel like there. There's other windows that yes. uh, seem to be it was funny when it was Trump though yes. uh, but anyway yeah, so that's the point you know have you ever been what to Arlington na- at National Cemetery right. look at the graves of brave patriots who died defending the United States uh, you'll see all faiths genders and ethnicities you have sacrificed nothing mm-hmm. and no one that phrase coming into play a little bit later yes. uh, so Trump unusually decided to question the fact that Gazala, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong but the mother uh, said nothing during the speech and implied that you know, because she's a Muslim, her husband didn't let her talk. Mm-hmm. She did say after the fact that, you know, she just couldn't speak about her son without breaking down. And Trump then, of course, just, you know, can't leave well enough alone. He asked about it by George Stephanopoulos, which, you know, that's twice now that mm-hmm. that interview's come up. So maybe a little bit more interview prep. But he compared the Khan family's sacrifice to job creation, saying, I've made a lot of sacrifices. I've created thousands and thousands of jobs, tens of thousands of jobs. Uh, and uh, Stephanopoulos asked, those are sacrifices? And he said, oh, sure. I think they're sacrifices. I think when I can employ thousands and thousands of people 
take care of their education, take care of so many things. Even in the military, I mean, I was very responsible, along with a group of people, for getting the Vietnam Memorial in downtown Manhattan, which to this day people still thank me for, which is, you know, it's a sort of a minor point that there was a very belated recognition for Vietnam veterans in 1983, 84. I forget exactly when it was. But that's definitely besides the point. But, you know, he's getting much better as a politician as he knows how to turn things around and talk about accomplishments of things that people thank him for. So there's kind of a lot in here. Let's first start with the fact that, you know, there was kind of a point early on where he could have pulled out a little bit. Mm-hmm. He could have backed away, but he can't stop himself because this guy dared to criticize Trump. Uh, Scott, sort of some of your thoughts on you know either side of it, the Trump sacrifice, criticizing the Khan family. Well, I, as we're seeing, I think both were a horrible decision yeah. that he made. There's no way of trying to gloss over that, and there's no way he can really dig himself out from that unless he just stops talking because I, it's a horrible what the family went through. And then it was really gall, you know, for him to just even say, like, oh, yeah, well, I've sacrificed. I mean, at least it would have been good for him to come up with something that happened in his life that was horrible. Something with his, I don't know, family. Something they could have, like, humanized himself a little bit by acting about creating jobs and everything. That, that yeah. Nothing you, compares to you that can losing get a, a child You can get a win war. out of it, too, if you're just like, you know, I've made sacrifices, yeah. but nothing compares to yeah, theirs. Just My condolences, let's right. move on. And then move but that's on. not Donald Trump. That is not no, Donald Trump, that and that's kind of part of the problem. Right. right. It, yeah. it was more it of a, a plug for him to show what he's done. Right. So It was worse for, right. for him. I feel deeply disturbed about this whole issue. I need a minute to clarify my thoughts on this. Sure. Obviously, sending your child off to war and losing a child is probably the biggest sacrifice you can make. There is deep grievance for that family and what they had to endure. By no means, you can never take away from that. Let's just say Hillary Clinton voted for that war in Iraq. Let's not go on a tangent on that, but let's just lay that fact out there. Okay? That's a fact. Let's not go off on a tangent on that. A lot of people voted for that war in Iraq. Thank you. So, Mr. Khan went up there and Attacked Donald Trump. Whether he was right or wrong, we know that he attacked him. That's a fact. Yeah. Mr. Trump responded. He did not go out and attack Mr. Khan first. He counterpunched, as he claims that he does a lot. Was he right or wrong? That's up for issue. But he responded. So I did a little bit of research on Mr. Khan to see exactly who he is. I don't know who he is. There's a lot of ties with Mr. Khan and the Clintons. And yeah, he has, this was a little oh, bit disturbing. He has a bunch. Mr. Khan right. yeah, worked does. for a law firm, um, Hogan and Hartson, which is now Hogan LLP. This law firm handles all of the Clintons' taxes. They also helped with various aspects of Hillary Clinton's homebrew email server. She used an email spamming filter program called MX Logic that this law firm helped get the patent for. Um, they're also paid by the government of Saudi Arabia to represent them here in the U.S. And Mr. Khan has his own law firm now where he specializes in the EB-5 immigration program. That program financially wins, and, and they're in opposition of Donald Trump's immigration policies. So, okay. obviously, right. he has some motive there to go <laughs> well, against I don't think, I think right, we know well, that. That's why I was speaking the there. five has I mean, been no, notorious for being flawed and corrupt because wealthy immigrants can buy their way into the U.S. And Mr. Khan specializes in that EB-5 immigration process. So he has deep ties with that, deep ties with the Clinton Foundation that is notorious and speculated for being corrupt not even speculated saudi arabia has given the clinton foundation 10 to 25 million dollars 
a country that I said on the last show yeah. slaughters and murders gay people. That's you know, another hold on, hold fact, on. I too. I just want to bring this up because I thought about this on the way home that night, and I thought about this over the weekend, and I always love it. Man, you really do need to take a break. I always yeah. thinking love about this it. Stuff that <laughs> long it's because I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I always love it when heterosexual males try to bring up the fact yep. that, that oh, well, Hillary Clinton said this and this and that. There has never been a time, and I can promise you, that there's never been a time that you or Michael or any other conservative out there would have been on the front lines for LGBT people. And now you want to bring up the fact that the people who have been on the front lines at some point in their career right. for LGBT people are having some connection. connection. Protest, no, 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 no. It's not about front lines protest. I have talking family about, members. I'm like talking about. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, that's, like, like, that's like saying I have a family. I have a friend that's black. So what I'm saying to you is that if you're not out there speaking on issues like that, you don't have a. You, to, to say to us that you be you know oh well what about this no yeah. no 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 what about you what about you in Orlando what about you in the last few conversations what do you mean? that we've you're had? not out there fighting for immigration and fighting for corporate uh, restructure your, against your, Wall Street your, you're not to, on the front lines doing that so uh, why do you, gives you the right to talk about that but I don't talk about those things so um, there you go this whole show is talking <laughs> no, about no, all no, the no, politics what are you talking things. about what I'm talking well, the, the fact I, of the matter is, is that that immigration thing it costs a lot of money. To 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 not only get a visa here, but to become to to become a citizen of the United States, it costs a lot of money. It's so very to say, difficult. To, so to say, oh well, you know, he specializes in wealthy immigrants. Yeah, it costs a lot of money to become a citizen of the United States. So I, I think that's oh, a, that's well, what no, I was no, 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 no
talk shows on the stations we were on never would have done he had uh, Cindy Sheehan on and she had uh, lost to some was very outspoken mm-hmm. against President Bush and he had her on and said uh, I'm sorry for your loss tell me about your son you know and let her have her peace they didn't agree about anything but she really appreciated the fact that uh, you know he gave her the forum whereas a lot of these <clears throat> shows don't and mm-hmm. I think when it comes to issues like this when you lose a child it's like yeah, Donald, probably better just to have, you know, even after the initial misstep and like, right. yeah, 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 I was out of line. Anyway, let's talk about uh, how the debates are screwed. But anyway, <laughs> um, so there was uh, there was something that I wanted to get to in relation to this, sort of on the periphery, and this came up in the email chain. And Stephen, it's an attachment to the email that I sent. It's one of two attachments. Uh, so... We were talking about, you know, some of the topics we can talk about. And uh, Stephen Helmkamp very quickly, hey, what about Melania nude on the front of NY uh, Post? And I applaud that. That because was that's, a joke. A, We're going to talk about that? <laughs> no. But we can show the picture if we get it because it, hey. it's not that racy. I haven't but seen that. It's all right. If, 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 if people can find it. It's I, I sent a multitude of emails as part of my problem when I do these things. But, uh, <laughs> it's an attachment in one of the middle ones, I would say. But anyway, so uh, the point of that, though, is like they do have a tactic. And look, that's old politics is just distract when you can't change the narrative yourself. Um, if, if we find it, that's fine. But uh, the final point on, on that, I think, really comes down to it's okay to ask questions, mm-hmm. but uh, just be careful in how you answer those questions. And, uh, you know, that's not what uh, Donald did. Uh, Stephen, you did also send a couple of pieces uh, that were about some media bias as we yeah. have as, mm-hmm. you know we try to explore media bias in here uh, we don't have time actually to even show the clip but it's sort of worth noting that uh, Scotty Nell Hughes is very outspoken uh, conservative supporter of Trump uh, the headline said uh, it was from addictinginfo.org said she had a meltdown because no one else on the panel supports Trump. Why do you feel like that was important because yeah. the headline was misleading? I do, just I just want to backtrack one quick second because I know I'm going to get a lot of hater comments thinking I like agree with Trump and his response to that whole thing. Sure. I don't. Right. I think that his response definitely could have been crafted much, much better and he could have had more sympathy for that and their and what their family went through. I do want to say that I think Trump is so angry that the the left is never talking about radical Islamic terrorism. So when he made that response about Ms. Khan, I think that maybe there could have been some connotation about radical Islam and and in terms of Muslim women in some cases aren't allowed to speak to certain men if their voice sounds attractive or if it sounds soft or whatever. There are certain cases. So I think he went about it the wrong way. But I do think that maybe there's he a chance that he was that trying issue, to raise that issue. If he would listen some to his Muslim advisors, they don't probably have would have told him not to I, say that. They don't have yeah. all equal rights. I think that's I don't maybe think that's where you think Donald Trump was trying to bring no. up equal rights for, for Muslim for women, Muslim women uh, a, a group that he wants to that he's talked at the beginning right. of this campaign to ban out of America. You think Donald Trump really cares? He doesn't want to ban. He wants you to protect what? this you know nation. What? He wants you know to just what? let's vet talk people. about let's talk about Scotty. That whole issue about <laughs> banning Muslims was not about keeping them out of the country forever. But it, it was, was about, at the beginning. It was about our whole vetting process. Yeah, but it was at the beginning. But it was at the beginning. It was one group, and we've seen what happened in the past when people and we see what's happening in London with no vetting process. Nine hundred Syrian refugees are murdering. And raping people, that's a fact. <laughs> that in London the, and Wales, 900 people, Syrian refugees, have been. Did have you been get that from addicting info? For murder. Did you get that from No, Bar- I got it from no, another that, source, it, but it's that, probably dismissive well, that, from that, anyone that, on that the left. So that source is Jihad Watch, which Jihad you were Watch. very dismissive of. That's not the only so, source no, about that. But no, that but it's, it's, it's one of the thousand sources. But to be no. fair, Jihad Watch, you can think what you want about the name. You know, it might be sort of 
to grab attention, like calling something Black Tea Party, just pulling that out of the air. Uh, <laughs> Which by, we've changed that name. Yeah, I know. Uh, by Robert Spencer. And you're like, well, then who is he? He's led seminars on Islam and jihad for the FBI, U.S. Central Command, U.S. Army Command, General Staff College. US, so, you know, it goes on and on. So people have listened to him before. So, and yes, it is reported other places, but... It's true. A lot of times, and when it comes down to media bias and why there's a show on CNN called Reliable Sources, mm-hmm. is a lot of times you look at a link and people post on Facebook all the time. And you're like, well, where's that from? Right. And if I see that it's from InfoWars, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to click on that. Mm-hmm. I just know that there's, you know, I'll be very dismissive. I'm very biased in my own sense, but I'm like, well, you know. But that, it doesn't mean it's false of, every no, time. It does, no, it does no, not. But no, that's the problem right. is that when it comes from places, you know, when you're multiple like, well, sources are reporting the same right. thing, I mean, I think we can give some credibility. To it. And, you know, multiple sources are reporting what you were saying, the 900 Muslim immigrants in England and Wales, uh, for what they say in the Jihad Watch headline is sickening crimes. But uh, Rape it is and not, child molestation. It's not something that you hear a lot about. And what I when I hear that headline, I'm like, okay, I would like to read more about it. And if I am predisposed to not like Jihad Watch, I would like to Google it. And that's all I'm trying like to, to do Google on the show is just bring out some right. of the other topics that aren't being talked about to this show. Not yeah. saying I'm with it or for it or with Trump it's or very against part, Trump. It's very I'm just trying Ryan to bring other topics <laughs> to the forefront. That's it. Well, uh, N. Sayeed5674 says he's Muslim, and that does not happen in the USA at all, at least not in his community. And we're not saying that. Great. I think we're not that, saying that at all. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, We'll uh, try and have a little polling update uh, on on each show as we do it every week. But uh, we'll just uh, very quickly mention that we tend to look at real clear politics mm-hmm. for the average. So you can see a lot of polls that you know has got you know Hillary up by twelve or Trump down by you know whatever. But then when you get the average, I feel like that's that's fairly reliable uh, because you know there were a lot of polls that had uh, Romney winning in 2012 right. and uh, there were people who were very outspoken on the radio show I worked on mm-hmm. about any polling that said that Obama was going to win so it helps when you look at the average and yeah I mean we can show that to uh, people on YouTube probably but uh, they can Sorry, go to Claire Politics and take a look at it took us off topic that's alright no yeah. that's alright it's not even that interesting to tell you the, tell you the truth <laughs> but uh, so uh, you know, and then we see, you know, in a lot of the scenarios, Hillary's up by a little bit, you know, by three nationally. That's within the margin of error, so it doesn't really tell us that much. Uh, in some of the polling where it was Trump versus Hillary versus uh, Gary Johnson versus Jill Stein, Clinton was up plus five, so that's interesting. Uh, you know, it, and then Nevada, it was Trump, Clinton, Gary Johnson. Clinton was still up. Now, the big one was uh, Oklahoma, Trump versus Clinton. Gary Johnson, Trump up by 24. Uh, and uh, back to NCE, the Muslim community in the USA is the second most educated in the USA and one of the most integrated Muslim communities in the world. Awesome. I don't, I totally I don't agree with that. Disputing that. Well, I'm not disputing but, that. We're yeah, not slamming Muslims. I mean, yeah. We're not well, saying that at all. It's just a fact that 900 Syrian refugees were arrested for, we're not, for murder and molestation. We're not slamming the Muslim community in the USA I, because of that fact that's happening. Not you are, but, but by saying a blanket Muslim policy... Right. It is right. because you can't just say it's a blanket and then keep everybody out. And it's not keeping everyone out. It's it's figuring out what's going on. 
we're being we, attacked. It's figuring out. Let's reevaluate our vetting process. Then, That's then, it. Then you let's, should say everybody should be not not. You shouldn't just you limit to Muslims. You, you know, should say nobody should be coming you know, in. No, because That's there's, what you're there's regions saying. and there's countries that are doing terrorist acts. You know, I bet you weren't uh, saying. You I bet you Germany is attacking us. But you have citizens in the right. Europe that are. We only have a couple minutes, so let Drexel make his. I was going to say I bet they weren't saying that when black folks were being lynched in the '60s or when you weren't getting white folks back in the civil rights movement. I don't think so. I don't think so. If you go to a Trump rally, I don't think you've progressed that far. But um, <laughs> it's true. You know, Look, so. even Touché. even Touché. crying babies yeah. can't be allowed right. at a Trump rally. So, I agree. Yeah. The Trump rally is a uh, Anyway, something that we can all agree upon is how much people love the show. <laughs> Some uh, viewer responses: Zach one eleven, love the show. Can't wait for more episodes. Thank you. I'm with her. I guess they mean Chelsea. And I don't mean Clinton. I mean Chelsea Galicia. They must be with her. Uh, Lady Goth, II12. God, I love these people. Thank you. And, uh, you know, there's there's others that aren't as favorable. But we'll save those for another time. I like to talk about the good ones. Uh, sort of the uh, parting word here on the show is a uh, headline that uh, said that 5% of Americans would vote for Harambe the dead gorilla. As president over Trump or Hillary, five percent sounds a little low. If you ask me, <laughs> I, I do feel like you know Harambe probably has some good policies, even yeah. in absentia. You know I what? do feel like his cabinet would be very responsible. I, I bet that a lot of Trump supporters think that President Obama is hombre anyway. Ooh. To be fair, I'm glad that you said that. I'm um, just saying. Uh, I, I mean, if anybody read the tweets directed at uh, Leslie Jones uh, after that's the what Ghostbusters I'm movie. Yeah. You, you you might not be far off. Bill Maher calls Trump an orange orangutan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Trump sue him for that? Tried. <laughs> Failed. Yeah. Well, like his see, presidential candidacy. As our, like as, so many times in this business. Right, as yeah. as our resident on. lawyer, Chelsea, <laughs> four, four, would tell you, times. you can sue anybody you want for anything, whether or not you win is besides true. the point. Anyway, uh, Chelsea will be back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we want to hear from all of you. Don't forget, our Twitter is at TrumpHillary16. Uh, and for Stephen Helmkamp at Stephen Helmkamp, Scott Moore at S Man Eighty. Well, I just heard something in the background. I was like, what was that? I can't hear the voices. I know I'm hearing the voices. And uh, of course, for Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd. I'll miss I'm, you guys next week. Yeah, you will not be oh, with us next week, but Chelsea will be. So that means you get to be at the desk next week. I'm at the big table again. Yeah. Second week. Uh, and Live I'm of course uh, Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. We will see you next Tuesday, seven Pacific, ten Eastern. Take care. We'll see you then. Woo! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.